Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie, and I'm having a conversation with Morris Beagle of the Colorado Hemp Company in Colorado. But Morris, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Coach. How are you doing? Fantastic. Tell us a little bit about... I started Colorado Hemp Company in 2012 with my partner, Elizabeth Knight. And we started it at the time, Amendment 64 in Colorado was basically introduced and getting some hype around the area and within that legislation where we're, where we legalize recreational marijuana and regulate it, tax and regulate it like alcohol, there was a clause in there to allow Colorado farmers to start growing industrial hemp. And so we started Colorado Hemp Company and it was started off as really kind of a merchandise marketing company that evolved into hemp and paper and printing. And so, you know, basically we support all things hemp, you know, all things on the industrial side, as well as we support the medical and recreational side. While we don't participate really in that industry and are activists, so to speak, and, and you know, operating our business in there, we do support the full, legaliz full legalization of cannabis, descheduling. The whole plant should not be on any schedule, but... Uh, Colorado Hemp Company really focuses on the industrial and nutritional and therapeutic side of the plant, the non-psychoactive side of the plant. Okay, awesome. I'm going to talk about some events, and you put on a lot of events. You're probably one of the strongest advocates for hemp in the whole United States because you have, you're putting on a lot of these events, and you're expanding. So tell us a little bit about the events you, you're already hosting and participating in and in some of the things that's going on uh, around the country and around the world. Okay, well, most people in the industry are probably familiar with NOCO Hemp Expo now, which we're going into our fifth year in April, April 6th and 7th. And folks can find out about that at nocohempexpo.com. And this is, is the fifth year, like I said, and we started in 2014 in a small club that held about 330, 350 people and from there, it was sold out, and we grew it to a larger venue the next year out at the Ranch Events Complex, and then we moved to a larger building at the ranch the following two years, and this year we're back there again, um, and we've got about 50,000 total square feet, and we expect almost 6,000 people this year, close to 150 exhibitors, 75-plus speakers and panelists from all around the world, and it's grown into a truly amazing event with networking opportunities, B2B opportunities, uh, direct-to-consumer opportunities, and educational opportunities for the, the industry side and the consumer side. So we're really excited as to how this event has developed. And through that, we've shot off a couple other smaller events. One is Hemp on the Slope that happens in the middle of summer at Salt Creek Ranch in Colburn, Colorado with our friends Aaron and Margaret and Joe and Fran. 
and that's a nice little event that brings, you know, 25 to 30 vendors, good programming throughout the day, live music, real community, family farm type feel. We've also got the SLV Hemp Symposium, which is the San Luis Valley that's done at Adams State University in November. We've partnered with Hemp Industries Association and participate with them every year, and their event this year is going to be in Los Angeles. It's the first time it's been out there. We also launched the Hawaii Hemp Conference last year, which was a fun event that we did on uh, the Big Island in Hilo. And Doug Fine, one of our favorite hemp ambassadors, oh, yeah. and hemp evangelists on the planet, you know, really spearheaded making that happen. And Doug's been a big part of a lot of the event stuff we've done. He's been there since the beginning at NOCO and a big inspiration and mentor for me. Uh, he's become a really good friend, and I think he's just a true, pure activist, advocate, and participant in this industry. So we need more Doug Fines out there. Um, and other events that we're working on, we've also partnered with Kaya Fest, which is a event done by the Marley Brothers. We did it in Miami last year. We helped coordinate the programming for their Education Before Recreation Symposium, and we're doing the same thing again this year. It's at the end of April in uh, San Bernardino, California. So okay. that's something else. We're also going to be participating internationally. Uh, Balkanibus is in Greece June 1st through the 3rd, and then the European Hemp Industries Conference is in Germany, I believe, on the 12th and 13th of June. So that's I'm going to be out there for that. I don't know if I'm really participating, but I am going to attend. I look forward to meeting a lot of folks over there that have been doing great things over the years. you want to go into a little bit more detail about well, we can talk about NOCO. It is coming up here. It's, okay. We've added a couple new things this year. One is the Farm Symposium, oh, okay. which is going to be kind of a standalone ticket. Uh, we've got two different buildings this year. We've got the First National Bank building that we've used the last two years, and then we also have the McKee building that we used three years ago, and we didn't have the McKee building the last two years, but we finally could snag it for this year, and we're doing our Hemp Summit in there on Friday, our industry party on Friday night, and the Farm Symposium on Saturday. And the Farm Symposium is going to focus on farming and growing hemp, both industrial and the cannabinoid hemp that is really dominating the United States market right now. So we'll be talking about seeds and genetics you know, planting, harvesting, processing, you know, all that goes into what a farmer and a processor needs to know about the market as it stands today. We're really excited about this new edition. I think that it's going to open it up and bring people in from all over the world that are really ready to start planting this plant and making this plant uh, all that it can be you know, not only domestically, but, you know, around the world. Well, as you know, I travel all around the country, especially on the East Coast, uh, for six months last year in my car and my, you know, the IHAP Revolution Road show. I get asked a lot of time from the farmers because I meet a lot of them all over the East Coast. There, I went to 24 states last year, and they're all asking the same questions. How do I do this? With Where can I get the seed? All these farming questions where I tell them that there's people in Colorado that have this answer. And this is good that you're putting this on, Morris. This is awesome. I think this has been a missing piece 
and this will definitely help answer a lot of people's questions. You know, we don't have all the answers at this point in time. We're still fighting to get this pulled off the Controlled Substances Act, or at least clarified that hemp is not a controlled substance. I mean, I think we all agree that hemp isn't a controlled substance. It should not, you know, it doesn't qualify. It's never qualified. It's not a drug. It's a food. It's a fiber. It's a nutrient. I mean, it, that's what it is. It's a superfood. It's a super fiber, and it's a super nutrient. I mean, that's what it is. It is not a drug. It's not scheduled. No components, no compounds of the hemp plant deserve to be on any sort of schedule. I think the World Health Organization is realizing that. I think science has recognized that. I think everybody realizes that except for, you know, some bureaucrats and people with special agendas in high mm-hmm. places in the government and in yep. corporate positions that have been manipulating this and, and you know, prohibiting this. And that's all going to change. The truth is on our side. I'm confident that over the course of the next couple of years that, it's going to open up, and these people who stood in our way and obstructed this, they're not going to be in our way anymore. They're going to be banished and cast to the dustbins of history, and that's exactly where they belong. Exactly. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Morris. Anything I can do, you know I'm out there doing the same thing. So. <laughs> yeah, and I think, if you know, as an industry, if we focus together, united from within our industry, and know that there's a common enemy out there, that the common enemy is not – you know, those of us within the industry that are all fighting for the same thing, whether we like the way the other ones are fighting or not, you know, we're not enemies. You know, our enemy is is out there, and it's it's evil, it obstructs us, and we all have to be united to fight against this thing. Yeah, and that's why I named it the IHAMP Revolution. And so I'm, I'm really proud to bring all you guys, in fact, um, in December, I was looking at all the stats for the IHEMP Revolution podcast, and there was over 166,000 downloads of the podcast in the last couple of years. And so uh, that statistic I wasn't even aware of, and uh, I want to bring that to people because people are downloading it and listening to these podcasts individually. So um, everywhere I go, People are getting my card that you printed uh, on hemp paper, and that's all over the country now. And I'm going to thank you for that, Morris. Thank you, Coach, for being out on the road and advocating from town to town, city to city, one person at a time, placing a business card in their hand, having a conversation with them. That's what it takes, and it takes hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of us we need an army of leaders. We need an army of activists, an army of advocates out there repeating the same mantra that hemp is health. You know, hemp is not illegal. CBD is not illegal. CBD is safe. You know, all this needs an army of people actively doing it day in and day out. And I think we're going to get there. You know, there's a lot oh, of us yeah, out there. Get there. Yeah. And, again, the truth in the end is what's going to win. Exactly. I mean, the truth is here. We're just going to move on. And my mantra that has become over the last year is responsibility, sustainability, and thriveability. It's a people, planet, and profit model that we have to 
have in this hemp industry, and hemp, uh, hemp fits that perfectly. I'm really happy about it. It's going a lot slower than I anticipated when I first joined this movement in uh, three and a half years ago. <laughs> but uh, I figured it would be this far in about six months after I joined. But uh, you know what happened. So, Yeah, we all thought that it would probably happen quicker than it has, and it's kind of the stark reality of where we're at with our government, Washington, D.C., Yep. You know, that is such a clusterfuck up there that, you know, really impedes so many different areas of our lives. But we're going to change all of that, Morris. We the are paradigm is shifting. Yep, you know, the ability for us to converse directly with our fellow constituents and, and the power of the people, we're going to be able to, to really make some change over the coming years. I'm confident in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm down here in Arizona. I'm actually in Chino Valley. And yesterday, this weekend, I was in Sedona uh, where they had a veg fest, and they had a lot of people there with uh, hemp products. So I was interviewing them and talking to them, and one speaker there, that uh, he was the the producer of uh, the movie Cowspiracy, and I was talking to him afterwards, and he said, I have all hemp clothes on. My shirts, my pants are hemp. My shoes are hemp. I, I, I believe in hemp. And there's people that we don't really know that are out there that are promoting this, too. And this is where I'm running into so many people in every state, in every community that want this supported. And all I do is try to connect everybody. They all want to know about hemp and, and organic farming. Great. Keep doing what you do, Coach. One person at a time. That's, that's it. We're picking up passengers from coast to coast, and all we need is one at a time. It's like one fan at a time from the, you know, if you're building your band, you know, coming from the yeah. music industry. I just have that philosophy. Yeah. You know, you, it's one fan at a time. It's one believer at a time. You know, not that we're starting a religion here, but what we are starting is a movement that's really about the truth. Exactly. And that's what I'm calling it now. I used to call it hemp industry, and I said, this is more of a, a hemp movement, and uh, all in the same direction with the same purpose and mission, and that's what it's all about. So, Mark, so speaking uh, of podcasts, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. you may know that me and your other partner, Rick Trojan, just fired up a, a new podcast called Let's Talk Hemp in the 422. Yeah, tell us a little bit about that. I'll let my listeners know. they got to go on your podcast, too. Well, there's there's lots of people doing podcasts now, and I think that everybody should be promoting each other's podcasts. Annie Rouse exactly. from Kentucky's got one. Josh Hendricks has got one. You've got one. Tyler Hemp and Hemp Aware, he's got one. So it's cool. Bluebird Botanicals, they've got one now, too. Greener Grass. It's good to see. You know, I don't think we can have too much education. No. So that comes back to, you know, Let's Talk Hemp is really our education programming brand that we've been building in conjunction with our event side. You know, it started at NOCO Hemp Expo. And when I was looking at firing up a podcast, I was like, you know, let's come up with something that's a little bit cool and creative and Instead of doing your typical 420 stuff, it's like, you know, Earth Day is a much more important day in my mind. And every day should be Earth Day. 
You know, we yeah, should wake yeah. up and we should think, you know, consciously how we live our lives. And I've been guilty, you know, I'm a sinner, you know, of not paying <laughs> attention to what I have done to Mother Earth. And now I'm just trying to be a bit more conscious of it every day. So really the 422 is every day is Earth Day. And just taking a little bit of time each day and, and being thankful that, hey, we're alive, we're in existence, you know, out of this huge universe, you know, this little speck, you know, we, we're living on this planet and we should respect this planet more than I think we do because all, you look at the last hundred years and how we've just been sucking stuff from the earth and burning it up and chopping down trees and dumping crap into the ocean and spraying shit all over our gardens and our crops and toxic this and toxic that. It's like, we as a species need to take a step back and start thinking about things a little bit, you know, exactly. more in depth. So that's, you know, that's really kind of the premise of, of why we started it. And and I did a couple of episodes back in September and had a little bit of a difficulty from a production standpoint. I didn't realize it was going to take as much time to do the editing and I was really oh, yeah. busy and so it was really kind of a, more of a beta mode testing for a few episodes, and I was like, well, I need to revamp this and come up with a more efficient way to do it and a little bit more focused as to what the content's going to be and talked with Rick about it, and we decided to put together more of kind of a morning show-type program and, you know, pick specific topics and keep up with current events and bring on guests and, you know, it's still a work in progress. We've done a couple episodes, and we're going to be trying to do this Every Thursday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, there should be a new one posted, and that's at letstalkhemp.com. And we're also going to be developing a lot of other content through this Let's Talk Hemp brand, video content, panels, programming, um, hopefully some television stuff later this year and the next year. But okay. We want to have a lot of fun with the programming. It's not just, you know, strict education and, you know, bam, 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 hitting people over the head with just information. We want to keep it fun. Me and Rick like to have oh, yeah. fun. And as we, you know, continue on this journey, entertainment, education, um, good energy, bringing people together, that's really the goal and the focus of everything. Yeah, and you know me, I, I have a saying now, if I ain't having fun, I ain't doing it. And you know I'm a musician and I just have fun. And that way, people see that you're genuine, they'll listen to you. And that's how I get Absolutely. You're, you're a perfect example, Coach. You know, I've loved having you at our events and the after events. You know, last year at NOCO, you get up and jam with Colony Funk. You know, last year at the Hemp Harvest Party, you get up there and you get a jam with, with Jason Downing and the Send Those Hippies North or whatever they called their band that night. You know, yeah. this is good energy, people having a good time, and we're all spreading the good word at the same time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, and I love doing that. And every place I go, I end up jamming with musicians, and I go to music events now, and they see me with all my hemp clothes on, you know, in my, my car, my, my trailer. Now I have hemp. We talk hemp. And the conversation gets there. So I, I went to hemp uh, uh, events. And I do that, but everybody knows me there. But I go to veg fests, I go to uh, a running events, uh, music festivals, and so all these people know about it. And now they're 
I'm telling them what they can do and how they can participate, and they love it. So, yeah, yeah, it's all this, doing all this here. And uh, I'm having fun doing it. It's kind of grueling at times, as you know. <laughs> but uh, Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's tiring. I mean, I'm going to be traveling a lot this year yeah. and spending a lot of time at networking events and festivals and conferences. But it's part of the job. And, you know, I love my job right now. And I there's nothing I'd rather be doing than out there promoting the benefits of this plant and the decriminalization of this plant and being on the front lines to end prohibition with guys like you, with guys like Rick, with guys like Tim yeah, Gordon yeah. and Bob Hoban, uh, Colleen yeah. Kihei, Lanier, now that she's married. You know, there's just so many good people that I've connected with over the last three or four years. The energy's been fantastic, and there's just more and more good people jumping on board. Oh, yeah. And I think with that energy continuing to, you know, grow like it has, I just don't see any way of stopping this movement. I really don't. There's no stopping it. Uh, it's going to happen sooner than later. Anything else you want to bring up, Morris? You know, that's really pretty much it. Another event that's coming up, just so your listeners would know, there's a, the Central U.S. Hemp Growers Conference happening at, in Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. So it's geared towards kind of Wisconsin and Minnesota. I think I'm going to be going out there for that. But if there's exhibitors, uh, people interested in exhibiting, if you're a hemp company, hemp business, you can also go to hempevents.org. Okay. And they are looking for exhibitors. They just uh, passed legislation in Wisconsin. So it's a little bit quick to have this conference with the amount of hemp companies that are out there. But there's a lot of interest. So I strongly encourage people to support this conference as well and support any of these regionalized hemp-centric and cannabis-centric conferences. Uh, we need to have support in all the states. We want this legal across the country. We don't want the government to continue to impede on this plant and our freedoms to be able to utilize this plant however we want to. Tell us again the dates for NOCO and uh, the place. NOCO Hemp Expo is April 6th and 7th in Loveland, Colorado at the Ranch Events Complex. You can find out ticket information, sponsors, exhibitors, programming at nocohempexpo.com. Pure Hemp Technology is the presenting sponsor of NOCO 5. And we're excited to have those guys. I've known Ed oh, yeah. and that team, you know, oh, yeah. for the last five years. And the biorefinery technology is still a technology that I think is going to revolutionize the world. And when we can have a hemp refinery in all these different markets, I think it's going to, you know, it's going to be absolutely tremendous for our agriculture side of things and for the health of the planet. Then, you know, Ed's technology is one of many that can help save the world if we are trying oh, to yeah. save the world, which I want to save the world. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to help try yeah. to save the world. Yeah, it's like uh, the, the world will take care of itself. we got to save, uh, save ourselves so we can live on this world. Well, yeah, <laughs> I guess that's a better way to put it. You're, <clears throat> I want to help save the human race. The world will yeah, go yeah, on yeah. for plenty of time, long after us. But let's yeah. try to save our species. There you go. I like that. Morris, I want to thank you again for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution podcast. Well, thank you, Coach. Appreciate everything that you do and the energy that you put out into the world every day. It makes a difference. 
I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the IHAMP Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash IHAMPREVOLUTION. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.